Welcome to the South Coast Repertory Podcast. I'm Tanya Thompson, Public Relations Director. And joining me on this edition is Bart DiLorenzo, who is directing Christopher Durang's madcap comedy Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike, which runs September 30 through October 21st, 2018. After all of that, Bart, welcome. Nice to be here. You know, Christopher Durang, you confessed to me that you are actually a huge fan. When did he first catch your attention? Oh, I, I feel like it was in the founding days of my interest in the theater. Um, I remember, you know, I was the kind of youngin who would, um, you know, read the New York Times theater section as a child, not even knowing what any of these things were. <laughs> but I remember just being intrigued even when I was very young I mean, I think my first loves in the theater were, you know, comedies. I loved, you know, the comedies of Kaufman and Hart and, you know, Oscar Wilde and Joe Orton. I think that was my first, like, interest in the theater. And then when I read about his plays, they sounded like they were in the same vein. So I was already revved up to like them before um, before I had my first book. And I, I went through my bookshelf last night and I found my, um, from high school, my Christopher Durang explains it all for you. His collection of like nine plays with my, you know, sticky um, uh, high school handwriting in it. <laughs> oh, annotated in in that past Bart persona. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that was that. So it began that long ago. Yes. But this is the first time you've directed one of his plays. Yes, it's which is almost surprising to me. But when you get an, you know, I've you know I studied theater and, and and a very intellectual undergrad and sort of an intellectual grad school, you know, you they don't ask you to do many comedies. And then I had my own company for a while, and I still have it, but um, I think the Christopher Durang plays are so specific in how you need to cast them, and I never thought they suited my particular company. And then since I've been a freelance director, no one has asked me to direct one before. And so this was a Delightful, happy surprise when South Coast asked me about this play. When you say delightful, happy, I almost picture you jumping up and down for joy. (laughs) Yeah, there may have been some of that. (laughs) Do you find that you are somewhat of a Chekhovian character? (laughs) We are all Chekhovian characters, Tanya. You know that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, he he writes life. He writes the, you know, the secret dreams and passions of all of us and our all of our frustrated hopes that never seem to come about, unrequited love, disappointment. Isn't that another name for life itself? <laughs> um, and uh, so he's, you know, he's the poet of being alive. And so, uh, yes, I am a Chekhovian character, I would say. So as we talk about Anton Chekhov, you've directed four of his plays. No, I've directed three of them and been in a fourth one oh. <laughs> in high school. Oh, that would have been priceless, Bart. <laughs> I know. I, had a, I, I played Dr. Dorn in The Seagull, and I still remember I just loved the hat they gave me to wear. I just And I think I had a spirit gum mustache uh, for that character. <laughs> uh, yes, I know. I loved it. We were, very, we were being very, very artistic at the time, probably more artistic than I've ever been since. <laughs> well... And, of course, we're talking about Chekhov in the context of Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike. Yes. So this is this is the point where I do want to say give me a quick summary of Christopher Durang's play. Okay. Well, I don't want to give away too many surprises because it's very, very funny. But Durang 
takes the great Chekhovian premise of the country house with a family. And in this case, it's Vanya and Sonia, brother and sister, who have lived in this house their entire lives. Um, and, you know, they're in their middle years and kind of coasting through. I mean, nothing painful, nothing dramatic, but nothing particularly exciting either. And into their quiet lives comes their sister, Masha, who is a big movie star. And she brings with her her much younger boy toy, uh, Spike. And they shake the house to its foundation. There's, a, there's an emotional crisis, a sexual crisis, a financial crisis, and, you know, an existential crisis that occurs. And by the end of the weekend, all the characters have changed. Um, and there's a costume party and there's many laughs along the way. Now, you had talked earlier about, uh, with the company that you founded, not necessarily wanting to do a Christopher Durang play there because of the type of cast you would need. Tell me what you were looking for in casting the production here at South Coast Repertory. Well, it's not even just that type of actor. It's more that you have to cast each role really, really specifically. That you need you need very unusual combinations of qualities for each of the actors. So it was really like a uh, a psychological investigation to cast each one of these people piece by piece because of the the internal contradictions of the characters. And so, luckily. I mainly just sat there and we saw lots of wonderful people, but then every now and then someone would come in and, you know, that great moment where you can feel it in the room. This person has just claimed this part. They have taken it. And um, so, you know, the people are very funny. People are very lively. Someone asked me once about how to do a, a comedy and and I kind of think it's very similar to directing a drama for the most part. The difference is who is the people that you cast. And you need to cast some really funny people. And we've got them. We have them. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> this play, it's, it's funny. It's touching. But there's also some subtle messaging going on in there. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, it's, you know, I think it's similar to a Chekhov play. You know, sometimes people ask you, what is a Chekhov play about? What is this Chekhov play about? And they're all about the same thing, um, I think. They're all about how is it to live? <laughs> what do we do while we're here on this planet? How do we get through? How do we move forward? How do we confront the future? And this play is exactly like those, those Chekhov plays um, in that the characters, as I said, they all reach a kind of crisis. The difference is the result is a much happier result in this play. And, um, and there are a lot more laughs along the way. <laughs> and we touched a little bit on casting. Tell me about the creative team and how the world for this play is coming together. What's your vision for it? You know, it's so funny. As a director, you always do different kinds of research. And this one, it was I was in a unique position because this play has been so popular throughout the United States. It's been performed in every city and town. And, and there is evidence online of all of this. So you can see many, many pictures of productions. And even if you go on YouTube, there's some you can you can watch a video of the entire production. I do not recommend it, um, <laughs> but you can. Um, so I was able to look at what a lot of other productions had done. And what, what struck me, which is often the case, is that people uh, are, are the, the theater group, uh, 
whatever the the artistic combination they've come together and you know made a production really based on the New York production and uh, which I think they were playing with um, they they think took pictures of Christopher Durang's own um, country house in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So it was a little bit that. And there's a, a Snow White motif in the play. And I think they were trying to evoke a little bit of the the fairy tale cottage aspect of the play, which I'm which is certainly a, one way to do it. Um, I was really drawn, I probably because of my experience, to the Chekhov plays themselves. And there's a, you know, there's a lot of cliches in Chekhov production. And I've um, embraced them all. Um, <laughs> the wicker furniture and the birch trees um, but but there's a there's a um, a profound resonance I think that Chekhov is trying to draw between the natural world and the world inside a house um, and characters relationships to the natural world I mean I think in Chekhov's original play Uncle Vanya there uh, there is I think the first ecological speech in all of literature talking about the forests um, and so we wanted to have a strong natural component in the set and then I I guess because of my love of the eccentric American family play I really wanted to evoke an eccentric American family I mean my own grandmother's house um, that I spent much a lot of time in when I was um, a boy you know that nothing changed in that house after 1955, I don't think <laughs> all of the all of the decoration remained, and we just lived in it. We added more stuff, but it was it was all kind of from that period, and the accumulation and the clutter and the eccentricity. Uh, I wanted to evoke all of that. I think somewhere in the back of my head, the model was, um, you know, Coffin and Hart's hilarious play, um, "You Can't Take It With You." So I wanted to evoke this eccentric theatrical family um, and evoke the Chekhovian natural world. Um, and I and I will say I've just talked about the set. I probably should talk about uh, the costumes as well. Are you know there's some hints of the 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 late 19th century in some of the clothes, and definitely in the music. You know I love the late Romantic, the Russian composers, and so I'm sure there'll be some Tchaikovsky and some Rimsky-Korsakov that will you know propel us into the next scene. So. I'm hoping that it will be, you know, a very contemporary play, but a play that is a little bit in love with the past. Oh, sounds wonderful. <laughs> what do you hope audiences will be talking about as they head out uh, at the end of the play? Well, I think I hope that they will have my experience um, when I leave the theater every night at rehearsals. I mean, I've laughed quite a lot and God knows we need a laugh right now, you know. Um, the world, I think, is becoming increasingly absurd. And so we need absurdists like Christopher Durang to remind us of that. But I, I leave rehearsals and I am just glowing with the experience of having spent time with, well, in my case, these lovely, crazy actors, um, but also the lovely, crazy characters of this play. And um I feel like I have been to a marvelous party, and I can't wait to go back. And that's what I hope audiences will experience when they come. You know, we started the conversation, uh, you acknowledging that you are a diehard Christopher Durang fan. <laughs> have you met him and talked with him? No, I've never met him. I've never met him. It's, yeah, no, I know. Maybe someday. <laughs> My last question. We've been talking about Eccentric characters, uh -huh. eccentricities in the play. Oh, okay. What's the most eccentric thing that you have ever done? Well, I'm sure I have like 
small, minor eccentricities. But the major eccentricity of my life is this ridiculous career choice that I've made. I'm, I'm a theater director. I mean, I will go to a party in Hollywood and extend my hand to meet someone, and you tell them you're a theater director, and their eyes widen um, as if they are have just been introduced to a flamingo. And... Uh, and you can see in their thought bubble that doesn't he know there's no money in that? And uh, so that is an, a truly crazy and eccentric choice. And not only that, I've decided to do it in Los Angeles, which even my agent said, you know, I can't do anything for you if you live in Los Angeles. But I love L.A. so much and I love the actors out here and the theater out here. So uh, the choice was forced on me by my uh, internal spirit. But um, that was a, a very eccentric thing I have done, and uh, maybe I will be cured of, of it at some point. Well, we love that eccentricity in you, Bart. <laughs> I think on that note, we will wrap up this edition of the SCR podcast. My thanks to Director Bart DiLorenzo. Bart, always a pleasure to talk with oh, you. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Tanya. He's directing Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike, a play by Christopher Durang. The performances run September 30th through October 21st on the Julianne Argerus stage. Thanks also to our recording engineer today, Mike Ritchie. For more information on this and other productions at Orange County's Tony Award-winning theater, visit us online at scr.org. 